0: To help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at slash universe box and and remember remember to to think outside. You are
1: everybody. You are everybody. I
0: feel like it's stupid people when it's
1: fancy clothes. You are everybody. You are.
0: We have a confession. We've never watched Lost.
1: Now we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're, we're so, so lost. lost. We need to chill, baby brother. Jeez. We're also re-watching the classic <laughs> ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks.
0: And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone.
1: And we're back. We're back. We're back. We we had to go back and we're back. We took
0: a few days off. It's we weird. We did take
1: a few days <laughs> off. But but uh, we're here 8:30 p.m. EST on Wednesday night Wednesday. this week uh because why not? not? Uh, uh, we have a bunch of people over in our chat room live.universebox.com. If you want to join us in our chat room like Angel and Derby Kid and I Love Charlie and Michael Lucero and unseen viewer aka Tim <laughs> we highly recommend it, but you need to watch our social media outlets at facebook.com slash we're so lost and, and. twitter.com slash we're so lost or just at we're so lost. And, you know, we announce these uh, the day of <laughs>
0: or the general. day before, if we happen to know.
1: Yeah, we might tweet out. Uh, yeah, we're going to do it uh, next week or, or, or we're going to do it tomorrow. Uh, the day before. But then the day of we definitely the tweet show. it out a few times. If There's a picture. Mm-hmm. We're on it. Yeah. So if you want to join us live, like all these lovely people in the chat room, uh we highly recommend you uh follow us on on the Twitters or the Facebooks or what have you, or you know just give us your number and we'll call you to let you know one Ring way or the other. Okay. Uh We we banana. do have a spoiler part. No. A spoiler party. A spoiler. This is not policy. a spoiler party.
0: This is not a spoiler party.
1: A spoiler policy here because on the entire so show lost. is
0: a spoiler. Well, why don't you go ahead and give that
1: to people, Amory?
0: Hi, we have a spoiler policy. Please, 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 please do not talk about in the chat or the comments or the anythings, anything that goes past the episode that we are currently covering. Because while we normally love spoilers for our shows that are currently airing Gotham and Once Upon a Time, we are trying to stay pure. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because
1: that's kind of the conceit of the show that we're so lost with loss because we don't know about it. We got
0: no idea what's going on. This really
1: popular thing from a few years ago, we don't know anything about it. We don't know anything about it. it. So don't tell us. uh, So,
0: yeah, don't tell us. Don't Mm -hmm. even tell us if we directly go, so does X, Y, and Z
1: happen? Just be like, I don't know. I guess we'll out. know if I know. Yeah. So there you go. Exactly. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) we we definitely, (laughs) like I said, you know, general spoilers are okay. Uh, Just don't get crazy with them. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all. That's all. Okay, so uh we're we're here to talk season 1 episode 7. Uh Amory, why don't you go ahead and hit them up with the uh, rhyming episode summary and then we'll get right to the conversation.
0: Junkies are sad, rock gods are better. Crippling addiction is old Charlie's fetter. His come down <laughs> brings down a pot. Pi- wait, brings down. There's the thing on there. Sorry, his come down brings down a pile of rocks. Said and Kate, see the woman who talks. Will Jack be saved by a paranoid goff? An oasis revoked
1: in this week's the moth. The, moss. the, moss. the, moss.
0: the moss. moth. The
1: moth. The moth. Marie, what you think?
0: I loved it, but I love Charlie.
1: <laughs> you love Charlie. I love. Did Charlie, Charlie bite your finger? What?
0: <gasps> Charlie. Charlie Come bit my to finger. Candy Charlie bit my finger.
1: I don't know what yours is. No, it was a really good episode. A unicorn. I liked it. I like uh, J- Charlie bit my finger. It was a YouTube video of several years ago about a one British kid biting another British kid's finger. It was his uh, brother. British. It's complicated. It, well, actually, it involved two two brothers from the UK. So Charlie I think it's and Very relevant. <laughs> kind of relevant. Yeah, uh, but definitely. Um, yeah, I really liked it. though. I loved it. I thought it was a really good episode yeah. for sure. Oh, Angel in the chat room brings up a good point. Uh, you can also subscribe to us at uh, youtube.universebox.com to our YouTube channel, and you'll get notified of the events. That's a good idea uh, when we're recording.
0: Excellent these. idea.
1: And also, uh, if excellent. you're a podcast listener yeah. and you want advanced episodes, all you got it. Well, Patreon for the audio, or subscribe to our YouTube channel, like I just mm-hmm. said, and you'll get them as soon as we record them.
0: Which is going to be Video. ridiculously earlier? Whenever
1: you want, for mm-hmm. sure. Okay, yeah, but it was a really good episode. I guess we should go ahead and get into the main discussion on sure, it. let's
0: talk about it.
1: Yeah, why not? Okay, okay. so uh, my first thing I wanted to talk about is Charlie the Moth. Uh, <gasps> I, 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 I love this metaphor of the moth in Locke's story kind of manifesting itself throughout the story in Charlie's reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes the moth, more or less. He even emerges from a cocoon of dirt at the end, you know. Out out, out through the tunnel and everything.
0: It was like a zombie arm, though. A
1: little little bit. A little bit. But also kind of like a birth, almost. You know, he he was traveling up the birth canal. Mm Mm-hmm. And he emerged through the dirt. Uh, one question, though, is this hole uh, that saved them uh, what caused the cave-in in the first place? Is that where the dirt fell from? Because, oh. you know, it had to be a pretty big hole. It had to be like a man-sized hole, right? Because, you know, two men fit through it. So I, it makes me almost feel like maybe that's what, where the initial payload of stuff that fell, fell down came from and maybe that knocked some rocks down towards the entrance and stuff but I mean maybe. it was right over by the entrance too so I uh, just a thought just a thought but back to the metaphor of the moth and everything I, I love that how how lot could have destroyed Charlie's drugs last episode when he was given them uh-huh. uh, but he knew that if Charlie didn't make the choice to emerge from the cocoon of addiction mm-hmm. he'd end up doing more harm than good for the group and for Charlie himself absolutely you know he, he either would have become self-destructive or destructive to the group so yeah I Church, Locke uh, played it smart here, as he usually does. Of course, for Mr. Locke. I, I, one thing he says, though, is that uh, struggle is nature's way of strengthening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm wondering, if, he was talking last week's episode about the nature of the island. Mm. I'm wondering, is this the nature of the island? Will everybody on the island be strengthened through their own struggle so they can return to their ordinary world better for their time on the island? You know, whatever problems we see in their flashbacks they will be strengthened through struggle on the island so they can Mm. confront their problems whenever they get back if they get back off the island you know i guess we'll see but uh any any thoughts on that amory
0: um kind hold on i had one and then it just it it went over there um (laughs) let's see will everybody in there i mean i think they are all gonna strengthen through some sort of a a struggling thing i did love that struggle is nature's way of strengthening Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: really if anybody Charlie needed the strengthening the most
1: yeah yeah
0: but oh that's what I was ha yay um Locke struggled way more really almost in his previous life you know yeah. with the wheelchair and that may have strengthened yeah, he, him to the person that he is now
1: he knows of what he speaks he for does sure. know of what he speaks yeah and derby kid in the chat room brings up that uh choices are a huge theme on lost and, I, and derby kid would know because uh, we know uh rebecca a.k.a derby uh, kid has <laughs> addicted seen quite a bit of Lost. so uh yeah it's a uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see i'm very excited yes. very excited uh, anything else from the chat room yeah oh uh, tim there's a lot of one viewer says uh i uh, guess what cave-in equals mineshaft i call a once upon a time parallel with archie and henry in the ca- in yes. the mineshaft
0: which to which angel responds that's an interesting parallel because i can see that archie or charlie equals archie i
1: kind of. oh yeah i remember uh, Jiminy cricket having the mm. big heroin problem in the rock band no some no I get, I get what you're saying i get, I get what you're saying but yeah. uh, you had some thoughts on charlie too didn't i you?
0: love charlie the good old catholic boy who lets his brother drive him down the road to drugs and women <laughs> i just feel bad for him like that entire all of his flashback scenes like normally i'm like meh, meh, meh. but i was so like you felt for him because he he wants to be the good guy yeah he didn't even want to do the band he was like nope this is doing bad things i must leave the band Mm-hmm. But then his brother sits him down and asks him, "No, please do this." So he does it, and then it ruins his life.
1: You are drive shaft. And then 6 months later, I am, dri- I am I am drive shaft. You
0: are nothing.
1: <laughs> Who cares about the bass player?
0: Like, and also, why why why? Okay, so his brother gets clean because he has a baby and one can only assume soon thereafter a wife or a serious girlfriend since mm-hmm. he moves to Sydney with him. <laughs> but why didn't he get his brother help?
1: i have some thoughts on i'm that. sure you do uh, coming up here oh, in a little coming bit soon? yeah but uh, but okay uh, yeah i i feel like uh liam's redemption is, is is still kind of a big question mark like what happened to break up the band i feel like we'll get that story eventually
0: yeah but. oh absolutely um yeah
1: and, and he, I had a he, hard
0: time even believing his redemption just looking at him. I'm like, mm-hmm. you smarmy <laughs> so-and-so, you are the not-nice boy who just took a shower and put on glasses. <laughs> that's that's what I'm seeing here.
1: Angel in the chat room says, I hated his brother so much. Yes. Uh, yeah, but- agreed. Very much agreed. Also, Angel brings up that uh, you know she she does like uh, Locke's relationship with Charlie, him being a pseudo far, father figure to, yeah. to Charlie. I, I definitely that. I, I feel like uh, I feel like they definitely have a bond that's probably going to be explored more throughout I although i almost see if if there's anyone who's going to be besties with charlie it's going to end up being hurley i feel like
0: i hope so because they've hurley, already had
1: they've already had some bonding they
0: did but hurley was rough on him this episode a little bit he was, a little bit he was a little rough
1: actually that that segues oh, great again. into my, my next point there you go Uh for sure which i wanted to talk a little bit about uh charlie and jack's interactions in this That's episode I, I really enjoyed their di- dynamic throughout the episode uh so some highlights i noticed uh first of all uh, in the scene where he goes for the suitcase and everything uh jack says we don't need you right now and mm-hmm. all charlie uh, can hear is we don't need you right uh it, the, the important part is the right now right um yeah, you know, uh, Charlie hears we don't hear, uh, we don't need you. So I, I'm thinking this is the paranoia of withdrawal symptoms uh, yeah. combined with betrayal issues from his brother Liam, which we see throughout the flashback, which I thought was interesting, and that's why he gets so defensive about it.
0: Well, yeah, I and mean, goes
1: yelling around in caves and everything. Yeah, you don't yell in a cave. So he yells, no. yells, I am a rock god, and then the rocks fall on his head. Well, yeah. uh, you know, well, uh, they
0: didn't fall on his head. He got out. Yeah, he did don't get out. He did get out.
1: But uh, ultimately, uh, Jack wasn't hating on Charlie, mm-hmm. uh, but it, realized that he was going through withdrawals and that he wasn't going to be a great big help until he got his own stuff together you Mm. know I you know he and you know Charlie really didn't make it very subtle with his uh, hey let me help with the bags full of drugs thing either uh, that that was a well, no, pretty obvious
0: I don't know I don't think he was doing that at first I think mm-hmm. it was when the opportunity arose when they were all you know spread around the ground mm-hmm. uh, I think he legitimately just wanted to help because you know he was like you oh, know I was you know I carried a lot of the bags for the band and blah 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 like I think he was just trying to distract himself but then unfortunately this bag opens up with um every bottle of pill that they have on the island and, mm-hmm. well you know then you're just gonna go picking because there they are
1: yeah, yeah. so
0: I, I don't think it started off that way but i think it went there
1: so it's so hard to tell with drug addicts like true intentions <laughs> you know, and stuff like who that who
0: knows what that drug addict wanted to do
1: yeah yeah how, how are you gonna tell with a drug addict you know it's hard it's hard stuff uh but um uh, either way a lot of people were down on charlie this episode um i am trying to think uh sawyer, sawyer uh, which hurley. i know we'll
0: talk about later is just a jerk
1: yeah uh hurley uh jack a little bit but not really not really um and even you know michael at first when hmm. charlie volunteers to go into the tunnel and stuff it, and I, it really got on my nerves because charlie has been actually very helpful From so far one. in this series he volunteered for the first big mission out of off the beach
0: which was to get his drugs but yeah. still
1: which I, I did have my criticisms of at the time i was like you know sh- should you really be doing that charlie uh you know climbing up the cliff uh, high on heroin and all that stuff uh but at the same time he was there he helped
0: he's yeah he's and been a constant on volunteering for everything he can
1: he was the first one going out there catching fish uh you know he's actually been a huge help and it, it kind of bummed me out that so many people were down on it. Yeah. You, you know, uh, but I – another thing I thought was interesting in that whole uh, cave scene was mm-hmm. that Jack says uh, he's no sen- I, saint either uh, when Char- Charlie is like, uh, do you want to hear my confession? Yeah. And uh, so I – this is more hints to a checkered past from Jack. They, like we got some in With his flashback tattoo. episode. Well,
0: that and last the week. Tattoos, the tattoos, his mother,
1: uh, his mother's comment, what you did and everything. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, this little comment here plus Sawyer saying that him and Jack aren't all that different Mm -hmm. uh, means we're probably going to get a big reveal soon that will make us question how much we like or trust Jack moving forward. And I have more on that later, too. But uh, I I also thought it was kind of funny that uh, when Jack says, uh, you know, you saved my life. I won't forget that. It reminded me of one of those telltale games where uh, like Walking Dead or uh, Game of Thrones where you walk around and – you're interacting with different characters and you make a choice like either a dialogue choice or an action choice and a little bubble comes up and says uh you know uh rick will remember that you know i uh, you know <laughs> like if you do something significant uh mm-hmm. that a character is going to remember and will affect the storyline later down the road i just thought it, and this is before those games became super popular or anything but it reminded me of a telltale game yeah i uh, jack said it anything from the chat room
0: oh uh- no i think we're good uh let's see uh tim says charlie and jackie was classical meaning of antagonist struggle against mm, that's about it
1: yeah and i love charlie has joined the chat room Yay! so uh feel free to chime in with your thoughts on the episode for sure because you love you charlie, love charlie. Exactly. and we need to know what you think yes. for sure
0: <gasps> okay so I have a crazy thought. Okay. I mean, it's probably not really that crazy, but to them it's it would seem crazy. Why didn't they just like rotate groups that live on the beach versus the caves? Mm-hmm. Hear me out. We divide everybody up into, I don't know, six or seven groups, seeing as how there's like seven days a week. And that's still going to give you six, seven, eight people per group. Mm-hmm. So you can still have one of the, you know, like leaders. There's about six or seven of them really. Yeah. In each group. And they just each – you do one day on the beach, mm-hmm. six days in the cave, and we just rotate it. That way there's always somebody there. There's always somebody keeping the big fire going. Mm-hmm. There's people – you know, there's enough people there – Um they can be fishing you know they're taking their turn fishing or gathering whatever has washed ashore because something's gonna wash ashore even if it's just some driftwood but the rest of the time they're able to not necessarily rest but be out of that direct harsh sun and Mm -hmm. like the wind from the ocean for the majority of the time
1: i completely agree i i I was kind of saying something similar last week like uh uh, yeah but but why not why not just make the caves like your your lockdown Um, and then just have some people on the beach at all times you know just yeah. some people it doesn't have to be the same i mean you know get the pregnant lady out of the sun uh yeah, for for one um I, I i think though they they it really wasn't clear at the end but it almost seemed like more people at the end of the episode were gonna be probably moving up to the cave, like michael and his son yeah. yeah, what they they were like? Oh, it's nicer here, well, and it doesn't look like the Korean people are going to be messing with us. So why don't we? Why
0: don't we? No, stay? see that's how not how I read that. See
1: that's how I read oh, it because no, he I like, he like gave different. this suspicious look at the Korean people, and the Korean people were like,
0: eh. no, 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 no. See that's not how I saw it at all. Mm-hmm. I saw it as Walt told said to Michael, "I like it here. Can we live here?" And Michael's like, "Well," and then he looks over at Sun, like, "Can't really be around them."
1: But I, I think Sun is. Is definitely going to start asserting herself more. I well, mean yeah, she, did, she, she did a little. Did. This, she episode. Did this episode, I, uh, I was,
0: you know, had a little you go, go girl moment because c- c- c-
1: he was like, "You're indecent," and, and she was like, She's like "Dude, it's hot. hot. It's yeah. too hot. Chill. I'm not
0: wearing a sweater.
1: Chill, handcuff boy," is what she said in Korean, even though she can speak English.
0: But he doesn't know that
1: yet. I th- oh, I'm that'll sure probably that's be coming, coming up soon. soon. Maybe she'll teach him. That'd be nice.
0: You know, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. That would make sense.
1: Okay, uh, over here in the chat room, uh, Tim, Unseen Viewer, says Anne Marie, your idea makes far too much sense. Uh, these are dramatic TV characters you're talking about. <laughs>
0: that's very true. That's very true.
1: And uh, everyone uh, agrees don't like Liam. No one likes Liam. Angel remembers the te- or likes the Telltale games. Nice. Excellent. So uh, we- we're going to come back with some more thoughts. We're going to come back about Lost, uh, which is what we're talking about. But lost? first,
0: What? Is that what we're talking about? I'm First, so we have, have
1: a couple other things we wanted to talk about, namely, namely... Namely uh, us. That we're on iTunes now.
0: We're on iTunes. And we you love iTunes
1: reviews. This is a great way for people to find us, mm-hmm. uh, to discover the podcast, to get in on the fun of watching or re-watching uh, We're So Lost with a couple of dummies like us.
0: you
1: dumb. And uh, if you leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, we'll read it on the show. I didn't check Stitcher. Was I supposed to check Stitcher? No, you don't have to check that one every week. People don't review on there as much. Okay. But uh, we'll read it on the show uh, if you leave a review, good or bad. If you want to leave us a horrible review, yep. some of our favorite reviews have, have We been... actually had a
0: one-star review that was the most glowing and wonderful thing ever. We were confused.
1: Yeah, for one of our Gotham... For our Gotham podcast.
0: One of our, Goth- <laughs> one of our, <laughs> our Gotham. One no. we
1: do eight uh gotham podcast i <laughs> know <The fun laughs> uh, but we're also doing a contest amory if you want to tell are. about that
0: so we decided hey you know we're seven episodes or so in and <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just saw the chat room it says everybody hates liam um but uh so we're gonna do a little contest for reviews on the itunes now since we're recording ahead of time for when these are released on iTunes, we're going to it's going to be a long one. Yeah. Any review submitted through March will be entered to win From the
1: beginning of time through March.
0: Something lostish and uh, I don't know what it is yet. I will scour the depths of the internet, so I'm sure it'll be mm-hmm.
1: weird or yeah, sandy. Be, I don't know like do they make lost Funko Pops? That could be fun. But uh, it'll be some lost memorabilia memorabilia, uh, that you can win. Uh, just by leaving a review. And we'll also read them on the show. Like we said, like we said, you have uh, through the end of March, and then we'll draw first week of March.
0: You mean April?
1: Yeah, first week of April. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, we have a couple uh, new reviews here right now. Uh, one of them is from Hook Queen. It uh, says, Bill and Anne-Marie are awesome. I have never seen Lost, but now they are, and so am I. Uh, give this podcast a try or listen to any of the other podcasts that Bill and Anne-Marie host. You hey. won't regret it.
0: Thank you,
1: then. Thank you. You want to read this one from Michael? I will. <clears throat> Hold on. Who... Full disclosure is a is a contributor to weekly contributor to the show.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you're a fan of Fox's Gotham or ABC's Once Upon a Time and you listen to podcasts, you probably already know Bill Meeks and Anne-Marie D. Simone. That's us. Their chemistry and their ability to form a rapport with listeners as well as the community that tends to build around their shows are what's kept me hanging on onto the latter show even though it's <laughs> lagged in quality since the first season. Bill is zany and enthusiastic fan while Anne-Marie often serves is the voice of reason what podcast are you listening to <laughs> um, imagine how excited i was when i heard they were starting a podcast on lost my favorite lost. show in all of television history lost is a show unlike any other with so many layers to peel back and so many mysteries that invite crazy theories Ooh, we're good at those <laughs> it's the perfect show to re-watch and discuss bill and Anne marie however have never seen any of it so listening wait yes so listening to them discuss the show is like seeing the show anew through fresh eyes. It's a unique perspective. If you've seen Lost before, I've all, I've always wondered what it's like for showrunners and readers to read and listen to feedback as each new episode airs when you know the unfolding story, but the commenters don't. Well, if you've ever wondered that, then this is the podcast for you. Either way, Bill and Anne Marie have the perfect energy to discuss the show. Give it a listen. You won't forget it. As always, thank you. Namaste. And good
1: luck. Thank you very much, Michael. And Michael. like, like we said, you know, if you go leave a review, uh, not only will we, re- we read it on the show, uh, next time we have a show to read it on, uh, but we'll also, uh, go ahead and enter you into a contest to Winston Lost memorabilia. I, I now we, uh, we just wanted to tell you real quick about, uh, our Patreon and then we'll get right back to the show. Anne Marie, why don't you tell them a little bit about that?
0: <coughs> okay. Uh um, Patreon. Patreon.com slash universe box is a way to help support our podcast. We're so lost greetings from starbuck and Legends of Gotham, mm-hmm. as well as our other projects like Bill's Writing and the Disney Passholder Project. Um it just basically it keeps us moving, keeps us going, um and all that. Like I said, it's a monthly donation of 10 cents or more you know you got some change skip your latte once this month and send us four dollars it's cool um we give you lots of rewards like free books it's not
1: a latte to skip really wow (laughs) go ahead
0: wow that's awful thank you um But you'll get free books. We'll do different things like write you a letter, sing you a song, hold an exclusive episode just for you, Mm -hmm. um, depending on if you feel that deep about your pockets. Uh, There's other ways to donate. If you go to YouTube, there's a support this channel button where you can make a one-time donation if you can't commit to the monthly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Oh, and you're also getting these episodes in audio form early. early, so Possibly two to three months early. So... Mm -hmm. You know, it's a cool thing
1: to do. It's good to – I was about to show them that, but then I realized that I'm not signed in right now, so I couldn't. Aww. Uh, But we want to thank our 26 patrons who are currently giving us $137.41 a month. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. You make this all worth doing. If you want to join, if you want to become part of the cool crew, the cool rad crew – the storytellers uh, crew. The storytellers that support us on Patreon. Go to patreon dot com slash universebox. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash universe box. And remember to, to think outside. Think outside and look inside. Right here. Into your hearts. Into your heart. In your wallets, right there. Into your hearts. <laughs> But uh, we th- thank you guys for e- anybody who supports <laughs> us over there. It's really awesome.
0: Why am I singing now? Make it stop. I don't
1: know. Okay. It's weird. Um, but before we get back to our main discussion here, as always, we're going to have Michael uh, weigh I'm in. Talk us down, Michael. Talk us down. Tell us why we should keep up with the series, although we're really liking we're really the series liking and we it. really don't need a lot of help. Uh, but go ahead, Michael. Take it away. <laughs>
2: So, Bill's a podcaster, right? Ladies love the podcasters. Bill <laughs> give me a couple of microphones, a few laptops, and I could run this island, too. <laughs> Difference between us ain't that big, sweetheart. I guarantee you he'd survived a few more weeks on this podcast. <laughs> You'd have figured that out.
1: We are, everybody! <laughs>
2: hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Michael. Um, I love the Motha. Ep- uh, it's a great episode. I think even though not a lot happens plot-wise, I think this is one of the ways where season one of Lost Excel's in these, uh, character centered episodes. Um, when Jack is, um, moving the baggage, uh, in the caves, he tells Charlie that he doesn't need him right now. And I think that's Charlie's biggest issue, probably the need uh, to feel needed and important. And I think the driveshaft story is a really interesting one, uh, especially when you find out that Charlie entered into that reluctantly and that his addiction was a result of his uh, inability to escape the band and that lifestyle. Though it's interesting, uh, the priest at the beginning of the episode says that we always have choices. Um, so I think it's interesting the choices Charlie makes in the past and the ones he makes uh, in the present. a so it's a nice contrast. Uh, I love Charlie's musical theme that plays in this episode too, the low strings. I'm not sure if that's uh, violin or cello, but I think it really expresses the turmoil that he's in the midst of here. And uh, yet again, uh, another character is being helped by Locke, who seems to be uh, setting up as a, a sort of a shaman. Uh, mm-hmm. of sorts. Uh, he can really see keenly what these characters need and how to give it to them. And I really like that dynamic. He has a lot of faith, not only in the island itself, but also in the others' ability to reinvent themselves there, just as he has. Uh, another reason why I love him so much. Uh, also, I wonder what Saeed meant when he was talking to Kate and uh, he said that they shouldn't have survived the plane crash. I, wonder. I don't know. It kind of makes it seem like there's a lot more to what's happening to them than <laughs> simply surviving the actual crash itself.
1: Hmm.
2: <laughs> what do you all think? Uh, any theories as to what's uh, think going wrong. on in this show? I think picture? you're trying uh, to lead us uh, into spoiler all, territory. Episode, <laughs> uh, 45 out of 50 uh, struggling moth cocoons. Can't wait to hear what you all think. As always, thank you, namaste, and good luck.
1: Thank you very much, Michael. As always, we love hearing from you. Uh, also, uh, I love Charlie in the chat room said she loves my shirt. Yes, I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt for every episode of We're So Lost because it's lost. You know, before we get back into the... uh
0: Podcast discussion or the, the, the discussion? main discussion. Yes.
1: I just, I just wanted. Oh, uh, Derby Kid says uh, this episode was written by Paul Dini, the uh, one of the creators of Batman: The Animated Series.
0: Oh. very
1: cool, very cool. I like that, Rebecca.
0: Oh. Hey, you taught Michael
1: something. Yeah, you're not even what? Michael. What? Uh, But before we get back to the main discussion, I just wanted to give a little recommendation out there. Uh, Damon Lindelof, uh, one of the uh, showrunners on Lost, I believe, Uh, he uh, is doing a new series now for HBO called The Leftovers that I've been watching. I'm about halfway through the first season, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Basically an event not unlike the biblical rapture happens, and the series picks up three years later or so. And it kind of just shows what would happen to the world if two percent of the world's population disappeared without without an explanation one day. And it's it's really cool. It's uh, Damon Lindelof has said it's about the uh, death or the journey, not the destination. There's not going to be a definitive answer mm. about what happened to everybody or anything, but it's more about the characters. Sure. And I, I know that uh, a lot of people had a complaint about that for the ending of Lost. That you know it didn't come to a definitive enough conclusion for them. Mm. Uh, but uh, this is. It's been designed to not have a definitive co- conclusion from the outgo, and I'm really, really enjoying uh, the first half of the season. I, I highly recommend you watch it. Okay, random. Yeah, well, I just thought you know, Lost fans or people right. who like Lost might like this series too. That's fair. And it has a uh, Christopher Eccleston, uh, the Oh, ninth doctor. that show.
0: He yeah. keeps going, look at him, look at him, look at Christopher Eccleston. I'm like,
1: oh, he plays a preacher, and it's really, really super fun. it's Really, really super fun. Really super fun. Okay. Back to this episode of Lost Sawyer. I want to talk about Sawyer. Okay. He really is kind of like a cockroach, isn't he? He's yeah, just like, yeah. he, he, you know, he scuttles around and grabs stuff and, you know, sneaks around and he can run three times as fast as Said and Kate for some reason because he caught up to them so quick. Yeah. Uh, but he, well, they
0: were walking.
1: I was thinking about it and I know who he reminds me of. A cockroach? He, no, he reminds oh. me of Templeton, the rat from Charlotte's Web, always snatching things up and being all shady and sneaking around and no one can trust him except when they have to. But if I remember correctly, Templeton from Charlotte's Web helped save the day in the end. He so did. I, I'm wondering. Can we expect a similar turn from Sawyer here? First of all, there's the thing where he's saying, uh, where he says that him and Jack aren't all that dissimilar. And there's been hints that he might not be the bad guy or the crook or the criminal that he labeled himself as in the the pilot. And I have a feeling that we're going to reach a point where all of these characters that we've so clearly labeled and that were so clearly labeled by Sawyer in a lot of cases, back in the pilot, are going to do these flip-arounds and, and surprise us. I mean, we've already had it a bit with Kate, you kinda. know, because we weren't expect, expecting her to be...
0: The villain. The, or the uh,
1: prisoner. A villain or a prisoner or something. So I have a feeling that all of the characters are going to have this kind of like turnaround moment. Hmm. But, uh, you know, I, and I think, uh, I think it's being laid out and hinted at and when it comes, it's still going to be be very shocking but you like yeah. my templeton comparison with sawyer
0: um that was completely perfect because now i can see him scurrying around going tasty no that's <laughs> something else and like, t- 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 t. i love charlotte's Web. i'm kind of t- t- mad i didn't <surfia> t- figure that out myself
1: yeah but i uh, very very much uh, sawyer is templeton yeah Sawyer's Templeton done. For sure, Sold.
0: You're done? Gonna,
1: Did you did you do part B of your point? Did I do part part B? Oh yeah. One thing I noticed about <laughs> I was like, how you they,
0: didn't
1: do this part. No. One thing I noticed about how Sawyer was shot. At least in this episode, I, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it in future episodes too. But I noticed that they always shot him with the sun directly in his face. And whoever he was talking to had the sun to the back of them. You know, when him and Kate were on the beach or out in the forest or whatever, when he was talking to Kate and Saeed in the jungle, Mm -hmm. the sun was always, like, directly in his face. Uh, He also always seemed a little sunburned. Uh, But I'm wondering, are they trying to say he's angelic or that he's virtuous? Or are they trying to say, oh, look at the light devil, you know, I, I'm not sure. Wow! I'm not sure if it's supposed to say something about the character, or if it
0: just happens to be, there. or if
1: it just happens to be how how the shot happened that day.
0: I'm sorry. In this episode, all I really saw was that he was shiny and topless, and it was not very positive. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, stop it! You jiggle." <laughs> Don't
1: do that. Nice. I, I Derby Kid does say that we'll get to know more about Sawyer in the next episode. so Smiley i'm Smiley face. Uh oh. Well, I know
0: what I'm doing later. All right. How? And we sort of talked about this a little bit. My, mm. my points were kind of all over the place. I didn't know where to put them today. So, how does Locke always know exactly what to say and when to say it? Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Like the man is creepy. Yeah. He's creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> he freaks me out. But he always knows what to say or do in every situation. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I. I know he studied the Australian outback for his walkabout and all that. I'm like, yeah, he learned it he learned it real good. Like, <laughs> I loved the moth story mm-hmm. and that it taught Charlie in more than one way cuz mm-hmm. it made him actually notice the moth to find the way out. Yeah. Um, but it really leads me to like I love Locke. He creeps me out. <laughs> But I love it because he's not taking his second chance at life for granted. Like some mm. of them might be like they're just like, smh, somebody rescue me. Let me get back to my world. He's like, nope, life is better here. This is good. <laughs> here, Charlie, run. There's a boar going to chase you. Like mm. he and He's living life the way he has always wanted to. And it really feels like he's the only one living his life, not trying to escape it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is I, I kind of feel, uh, again, that there's some revelation that happened when he saw the monster. Oh,
0: yeah. Something else happened there.
1: Yeah, that, that kind of gave him this inherent wisdom. And I also, I also feel like, you know, if you were paralyzed and then one day you weren't, mm-hmm. you might kind of – I'm trying to think of how to say this without using curse words um, – <laughs> Uh, you, you might you might have a little bit more of a lift in your step too yeah you, you know well, that's
0: the thing that's the thing yeah
1: definitely um unseen viewer says uh Locke is a creepy sage genius mm-hmm. uh and, and yeah uh, like michael was saying before you know he's definitely kind of like a, a sage a shaman a obi-wan type character he's very obi-wan yeah
0: but you got but it's weird because it's like they don't know where he's come from but We at least know partially where he's come Mm -hmm. from, and it's like I wonder
1: why he hasn't told anybody yet about the wheelchair thing.
0: Because they're not going to
1: trust him as much. You don't think? I wouldn't. What you were paralyzed? We can't trust you, even though you killed a boar.
0: No, because the way he presents himself is that he's been doing this forever.
1: Yeah, I guess he
0: he brings an air of Mm -hmm. experience and expertise. And I'm sorry if I'm like that's not what you're going to associate with that. Mm-hmm. And I think they would look at him different. And they're looking at him in a positive way. And everybody who's known him in a wheelchair didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I wouldn't tell anybody. Oh,
1: I can definitely see that. I, although I feel like he's almost uh, earned enough street cred on the island to make that revelation and it not hurt him or his reputation or their trust. In it's
0: him. only been eight days.
1: A uh, lot's happened in eight days. I'm
0: not so. – and I'm saying, yeah. You
1: know. Over in the chat room, a lot of people are saying they really like Sawyer. Michael says, Sawyer is definitely in my top five list of favorite characters in the show. Uh, Derby Kid says, Sawyer is a great character. Uh, probably in my top ten. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Um, they're also talking more about Locke. I love Charlie says, Locke is a man of many lives. Mm-hmm and uh tim unseen viewer says no one would believe his story because his story is crazy
0: that's very true very, very i wouldn't true. believe him yeah i i, I, I would I, think he had sunstroke and then i wouldn't mm-hmm. trust him with his own knife
1: <laughs> i i would give him some uh suntan lotion for his bald bald head drive shaft let's talk a little bit about drive shaft
0: baby drive we are
1: everybody um no, but I really love this this band, this this riff on kind of the Oasis story, which uh we actually learned a little bit about a couple episodes of our podcast back because I, I believe it was brought up in the chat room that mm. uh you know the band was a parallel of Oasis, which I'm not I don't think that was really a spoiler. Nah. Uh yeah, I think uh this episode still had a lot although this was probably the least dramatic uh flashback we've got so far.
0: I found it very dramatic.
1: I mean, it was dramatic to a degree, but I mean, it was it wasn't melodramatic, or okay. it wasn't it wasn't like extreme drama. It was more just like, it was like emotional, a brotherly rift, you know, which is is kind of a, a very simple story, but a brotherly rift, yeah. But I mean, writ large on, on a large stage, you know, I literally it, it's a small story, but. In, on a large scale mm. you know it, it's two brothers having a falling out and learning to trust each other not trust each other but it, it's done with big stakes you know but I, I i think that you know like kate's flashback or jack's flashback had a lot more drama to them because you know a father dying and the son not being able to you know mend fences with him or on the run from the law those are big dramatic situations where a brotherly rift is you know, I mean, that happens all the time.
0: But that brotherly rift led to, um, um, you know, a, a church going religious man wanting to leave that life being dragged even deeper into it and given a heroin habit mm-hmm. that he can't escape
1: yeah uh, tim tim gets what i'm saying he says uh, unseen viewer in the chat room says it was dramatic in the ordinary sense not in the extraordinary dramatic sense or drama sense i uh, which is all you basically all i'm getting at I, I mean you could say the same i well i don't know if was, i'd say hamlet but probably pretty close like hamlet's really when it comes down to it it's just a it's a family drama you know, I, you know, in. Okay. S- Maybe Hamlet's not the right example, but you know right th- think of some uh Romeo and Juliet. It's a simple love story. You know, you know, it's, yeah. it's 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 a it's a small drama on a large scale because it's two warring kingdoms instead of, you know, uh the Hatfields and the McCoys mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, but it, still I really loved the whole riff on Oasis. Oasis I yeah. is one of my favorite bands ever and I love that the song sounds just like Oasis. I love mm-hmm. the the brotherly dynamic that was uh ripped uh directly from Oasis. Even Absolutely. the brother's name is Liam. Uh you know yeah. I, I really hope I'm sure we'll get more flashbacks I hope we get more songs based yeah. on like I would love an album of, of drive shaft music that'd be a lot yes! of
0: yes there has to be one
1: mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I, I was kind of wondering uh was missing uh, his his kid's birth what drove Liam from the band I think so or was it guilt over what happened with Charlie and realizing right. oh I'm in too deep if Charlie's in this deep then I'm in too deep you know what I mean right like maybe he saw what was going on with Charlie and Charlie's descent into the drugs and everything and he was like, whoa, goody two-shoes is uh, goody not-so-two-shoes or whatever, not or bad so two-shoes. two-shoes. Uh, okay, I'm out, because uh, this yeah. is getting real too, way too real for me. Like I almost want to say that we'll get a scene in a flashback where Liam comes to Charlie and he's like, "Okay, this is the moment we have to get out." Like Charlie did to him this episode, mm-hmm. and Charlie's going to be like, "No, nah, man, I'm cool." So it'll be interesting to see, but I, I really hope we get to see more more of Drive Shaft and this backstory I'm moving not, forward. I'm not
0: seeing much of, of Drive Shaft on the internet.
1: Oh, like music? Yeah, wise? I'm looking up the music. I was like, "What is she looking at?" Okay, um... <laughs> but you were looking for Drive Shaft? I was looking for Drive Shaft. <laughs> But yeah, I, I love Charlie in the in the chat room says the band is really cool. Uh which I agree. Yeesh. I in Angel T, uh going back to the situa- what I was saying about the small drama, big stage sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, Angel T says I, I think it's a bit more relatable. Not the scenario itself, but more the feelings of not feeling needed or right. useful. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Okay, uh you you wanna knock us out of here with some Saeed? Saeed. Business?
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> Who the heck knocks Saeed out? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought at first that maybe it was Sawyer, but because, <laughs> duh, they hate each other. But there is literally no way, even with Sawyer's super speedy running abilities, to make it there that quickly after mm-hmm. firing
1: his rocket. Yeah. So Sawyer, a.k.a. The Flash. <laughs>
0: right. Right? <laughs> Bring it all back <laughs> to mm-hmm. superheroes. Well,
1: Walt has that Flash comic. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Isn't it in Spanish? Um. So... Smoke monster? Old-ass French woman? Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: You know what? This is one of the few bits of information I remember from when I watched Uh, the show ten years ago.
0: I hate when you do that, because it's every time I have a point, you're like, oh, I actually know the answer I feel like this
1: is the the only thing not in the season finale that I—the only other thing not from the season finale that I remember, uh, strictly. Maybe a little bit about Hurley's backstory, maybe just a little bit, but— Mm -hmm. but so i'm gonna abstain from saying anything because i don't want to spoil our viewers who are watching along with us
0: and the flash comes up in a future episode
1: but it's interesting (laughs) it's very interesting who it is
0: and red bubble has drive shaft merchandise says the derby kid interesting i'm looking i'm clicking I'm clicking now. Oh, nice. They do.
1: They do. We're going to put this in our show notes. If you want some drive shaft merchandise, <gasps> check out our show notes at we're so com for is, episode I seven. It. I want it. What I want it the here? shirt. I want the Charlie
0: shirt. I want the Charlie shirt.
1: Yeah, let's see here. Yes. Char- uh, those uh, are some good... Oh, the, this Charlie shirt with Charlie yes. on it in the center there. Yes. That's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Living is easy with eyes closed, which was the tattoo has- that we went into. Yes. Yeah, so... That's I a lot it. of fun. Lots of lots of lots of fun. Why didn't we discover this Check before out show the notes Christmas gift exchange? For DriveShaft, all your driveshaft merchandise needs. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to say anything about who hit Said, but yeah, don't tell me. I will say it it turns the show in a completely new direction. Gersh darn it and it's not that big of a surprise. Okay, so So,
0: I'm watching this episode when I'm
1: more done here. Okay, so uh out of let's see here, arbitrary scale, Do out it. of uh, 1,074 bags of sweet, sweet heroin. <laughs> How many bags of sweet, sweet heroin do you give this episode, Avery?
0: Oh, one thousand and seventy of what? Bags of sweet, sweet heroin.
1: <laughs> you gotta go, sweet, sweet heroin.
0: Sweet, sweet heroin. Oh, it's so awful. Um, <laughs> but why? Charlie, like I absolutely, Charlie. yeah. Oh, oh.
1: No, Charlie bit my finger.
0: Charlie, come to Candy Mountain. <laughs> um, I, I just, I've been looking. Charlie for-
1: bit my heroin. <laughs>
0: yes um no i just i love charlie and it's nice to see where he's coming from and it's so crazy to see his transformation from you know confession Mm -hmm. (laughs) to drugs like it's a there's a jump there there's a jump there Mm -hmm. um and everybody loves the sweet sweet heroine (laughs) um but uh yeah uh, and, you know, we had Creepy Lock. We had Jack. We had Kate not being quite as annoying as Kate's been. Mm-hmm. We had Sawyer, unfortunately, exposing his belly. Um, you know, Shannon, which we didn't even bring up, yeah, did something very, was, very important.
1: Yet again, I thought she was going to be complete fail. Yet again, she yes. ended up not being a complete fail. So maybe she isn't
0: a complete loser.
1: Yeah. Possibly.
0: Possibly.
1: Over in the chat room, Angel T gives it uh, 1,074 bags of sweet, sweet heroin. Uh, Probably my favorite episode so far. Derby Kid gives it 1,074 bags of sweet, sweet Sweet heroin. heroin. This is the episode that made me fall in love with Lost. Lost. Uh, Unseen viewer Tim says 1,000 bags of sweet sweet heroin because I think flashback uh, the flashback works strongly with the B story for Charlie. Mm-hmm. I love Charlie says uh, 1,074 bags of sweet sweet heroin and a spilled one because I love Charlie nice. and it's I love Charlie so yeah that's to be expected. that would be
0: expected yes
1: okay as for me you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with the crowd <gasps> 1,074 bags of sweet sweet, sweet, sweet heroin. heroin. I thought I thought the modern uh, the the current story sang. I thought the flashback tied in really nicely. I love the metaphor of the moth and the way Charlie you know popped out of the birth canal of the tunnel.
0: Stop it with the birth canal analogies.
1: With the cocoon. Thank you. There we go. I can deal with that's cocoon. better. I I really enjoyed pretty much everything about the episode. I don't think I had one complaint. I uh, maybe if I had one complaint, I felt that the uh, the flashback wasn't quite as high stakes, but it was still a wild ride. Yes, I, as being rock odds will do uh, for sure. Yeah,
0: everybody, we are everybody. everybody.
1: Okay, uh, let's see here. Anything else from the chat room here?
0: Um, Angel says, I thought Saeed's plan wasn't going to work because it was Shannon and Sawyer and not Boone and Kate, which, you know, it worked, but he has no idea what's going to come of it now. (laughs) Very true. So there's that.
1: Okay, uh, well, as always, we would love to hear what you think about particular episodes. Next week, we're going to be covering episode eight, but you can write to us about any episode past or present, not future. No traveling into the future because uh, we're... We're, we're so lost right now. Uh, but if you want to email us your thoughts on what we've said or episodes, uh, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Facebook is facebook.com slash we're so lost. Mm-hmm. The Twitter is at we're so lost. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. <laughs> Again, that's 424-274-2352. Extension sweet, sweet heroin. <laughs> Uh, But definitely, uh, (laughs) we've loved having you guys over in the chat room. You You guys guys have been awesome. awesome. Uh, Angel and Derby Kid and I Love Charlie and Michael Lucero, an unseen viewer. You guys rock. Seriously, you kicked the booty. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone. And hey, if you're feeling like it, uh, disneypassholderproject.wordpress.com. Go check it out.
1: And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at UniverseBox.com. And you can review us on iTunes, iTunes by searching iTunes. Universe Box or We're So Lost we're so Lost. clicking on the one with me With and our faces, on not it, yeah. the other one. Yeah, there's another We're So Lost podcast. It has they're, nothing they're to not do us. with Lost. You can review them, too, if you want. Should sure, go ahead. Also, uh, my book's DogboyAdventures.com. Boom. Uh, so I think that about does it for this week. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for Episode 8. Yep. I hear we're going to get some Sawyer Backstory. That's a lot of fun because, you know, is it when he rubs baby oil on his belly. I, I'm so unclear about what's going on with Sawyer. And I think we both are because <laughs> we're, so we're so lost. lost. I didn't realize that was the cue. <laughs> Charlie the Moth. Everybody hates Liam. Definitely Mothy and Rock God Slide. But yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet heroin. heroin is a lot better <laughs> for sure.